What do you use arugula for? What do you use arugula for? Yeah, you know cooking. What do you use like, arugula uh, for? Um, for a lot of things, it's like a garnish, but you also you do like a salad, like some candy pecan, some cranberries, like some blue cheese, some vinaigrette, some good stuff. Okay, all of those maybe things put, sound logical. Maybe put some grilled shrimp on that. Okay. Now, yeah. yeah. Unrelated question. If you were designing a Texas burger, what would you put on it? That's usually – I don't know what we're doing right now. Um, And that's usually got like barbecue sauce and onion rings on it and then like some kind of mildly spicy cheese like a pepper jack or something. I don't like pepper jack but like something mildly spicy. Is there any fathomable way that you would think someone would put – arugula on a texas style burger no i think if you put arugula on something in texas they call you the f word <laughs> okay i had to ask because i went to like one of those fancy burger restaurants i didn't order it but the, someone when I, I was with ordered a texas burger and it had arugula on it and i was like there's no way that anyone in texas would put arugula on a burger or vegetables that no vegetables at all i mean i mean onions i guess but no i mean not any of that hippie shit no that definitely shouldn't have been there okay this is going to be the bumper for the episode because i want everyone to know that there's a restaurant in slovakia that thinks a texas burger has arugula on it Hello, pod people. Welcome back to another episode of Big Bad Nonsense. I am Sock, and sitting with me in the chair of wonder is Biscuit. Chair of wonder. You've had two months, and that's what you got from it. Yeah, I know. Usually I think of something a bit more creative to introduce you, but the first, like, I was like, I didn't think of one today. I was like, okay, chair of wonder. That's okay. I forgot a joke, too, so you're getting a bad one. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, man, so how was that one week of renovations that took two months? How's that going? Uh, well, it's done. Oh, I'm happy for you. It's great. Is that the joke? No, I was just asking, because you're like, <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to, like, miss a week, and then, like, we're almost in the third month of 2020, and <laughs> now it's like, yeah, they're done now. Okay. Like, yeah, I should have known you guys were going to fuck up technology upgrades in the last episode. You were talking about people listening to us, and you said on their MP3 players. <laughs> that should have been a red flag. Okay, listeners, if you have no idea what Biscuit is talking about, after our Christmas episode, I started doing some renovations to my apartment, and uh, things took way longer than I expected, and because of that, my computer was in a box, I wasn't able to do anything recording-wise, so what was supposed to be like maybe a week and a half of renovation turned into a months-long thing, and like there's still little bits and things that we haven't fully put back, but as you can tell, the computer's back. So we're back. Now, it, it'll be March when this episode finally releases, but th that's where we are. So sorry for the delay, people. Good news is in the meantime, I recorded a bunch of horrific backlog stuff that could get posted, too. So you and me might go on an adventure, folks. It's awful. <laughs> 
Adventures with Biscuit are always fun. Yeah, I read some really bad stuff, and you're going to... Well, the first one you're probably never going to hear, but uh, you might hear some of it. Biscuit suffered, and basically he wants to make you all suffer with him. Yep. So, is there yeah, a joke? The of it. Um, there was one, but then I got high and I forgot what it was. Um... <laughs> Uh, Biscuit. Yeah. Can we open the mailbag? I was going to say, if we still don't have one, I'm going to fucking jump out the window. Okay. So, uh, we don't have much to talk about from the mailbag. Now, for those of you who don't remember, because it was like two months ago, uh, (laughs) (laughs) maybe even longer than that, actually, uh, we had a a bit of a a Christmas trivia session. Mm, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't remember it. Uh, where Biscuit attempted to answer various trivia things that, uh, you know, I had put forward to him. We didn't get any emails about that, but we did get a bunch of emails complaining about how I messed something up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, I said that uh, one of the the ghosts that haunted Ebenezer Scrooge was uh, Robert Marley. Uh, That was totally (laughs) wrong. Uh, It was Jacob Marley. (laughs) <laughs> the correct the the correct name is Jacob Marley, and a bunch of people felt the need to point this out. Yeah, because you fucked up. Yeah, but it seems to be an odd thing to point out. Like out of all the things that you messed up, th- this is the thing they latched onto. Yeah, but you're the one writing. The person that's writing the answers to the question is supposed to always be right, sir. I yeah, I guess so. The the thing is, like, I knew that, and when I edited the episode, I was like, oh, I I did it dumb, but I just left it in. And of course, this being the internet, anytime someone finds something wrong, they all have to you know, jump at it. Well, actually... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, I'm not going to acknowledge... about ethics in video games! <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, that was the thing that everyone jumped onto. Yeah, well, good for you guys. I'm calling him on his shit. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, no one seemed angry about the fact that you had never seen The Wizard of Oz. Well, that's cool, because that, that has not changed. Mm-hmm. Will you see it one day? No, I'm going to keep this shit going. Yeah, don't bother. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to bother. If I wanted to bother, I would have done it by now. Yeah, I, like, really, I don't know why anyone would be angry about that. It's 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 sappy, it's it's boring, it's it's not fun. Yeah, I, I did realize since we recorded... That I have seen that movie with Buffalo Soldier in it. Well, not like the real one, but I saw the DuckTales version. Oh, like, oh, you're you're talking about the A Christmas Carol? Yeah, I saw the DuckTales one. So the DuckTales one? Yeah. Oh, the one with Scrooge McDuck as Ebenezer? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so that's pretty much the same thing. Uh, yeah, I would say so. I don't really have a larger point. <laughs> and I don't really have anything else from the mailbag. Well, shit. So let's close it up and move on with the show. Biscuit. Yeah. I I was thinking before we get on to today's topic, uh, this is the new year now. It's 2020. Yeah, it's been for a while. <laughs> yeah, it has been for for a couple months now, actually. Uh, I normally I would say, hey, it's January, but uh, you know, January has come and gone. But I thought, you know, 
it is still our first episode of the new year. Maybe we could take a moment to reflect on the previous decade? Yeah, um, if I could sum it up in one word, it would be oops. Oops? Oops, I think would be an understatement. Yeah, um, but at least we can all say that we were on Earth for the last decade that humans are going to complete. <laughs> you don't think we'll live to see 2030? Uh, I mean, we probably will, but like, honestly, I think we've got like about 30, 40 years and then shit's going to be pretty grim. Can we think of anything positive that happened in the previous decade? So 2010 to 2020? Uh, Patriots won some championships, so that's fun. Mm, okay. That, may, that, make, that makes everybody happy. They're very well liked, I hear. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Can we think of anything hor- what, what would be the worst things we could think of the previous decade? Um, Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. For so many reasons. She definitely is, um, she's definitely high on that list. Yep. Um, people one day waking up and being like, hey, you remember vaccines? Fuck that. Like, that. that's not great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, um, our decision-making's been a little questionable. I think that's fair. It has been. Uh, if I was to make a list of the things that rose through the previous decade that, you know, I despise the most. I'd probably put life hacks up there. Oh, God, and there's... Yeah, that's... I I saw one, you know those little... Well, maybe they don't have... Your people don't have these yet, but, like, when you're getting gas, um, like a lot of the pumps have that little screen that, like, shows you ads and shit while you're pumping gas. Mm, We don't have those, no. No, well... Someday, buddy, they're coming, I'm sure. Wonderful. Um, oh, yeah, there was a life hack on one of those the other day that it was, like, a knife guard for, like, cutting. And it was, like, somebody, like, cutting the plastic lid off a jar and then wrapping an elastic band around it and their knuckles. I'm like, nobody should be doing that! I'm not even sure I understand that. Like, they made, like, a shield with a lid for their knuckles in a rubber band so they close their fist and it's on the outside of the hand so when they're so when like you're chopping knife, like vegetables you won't cut yourself yeah see personally the way i do that is i just don't put my fingers under the knife Th- that that would make more sense I, actually i'm kind of surprised that this life hack doesn't involve a glue gun yeah yeah life most hacks of them are do. shit yeah yeah <laughs> i like, agree their garbage and like mental floss and like sites like that die and listicles die <laughs> buzzfeed benny johnson you started it die <laughs> okay that was a failure let's move on to the next segment Biscuit. What? Think of the most useless currencies you can think of. Butt coins. But okay. What else? Uh, um, whatever they use in North Korea, because they ain't got shit to buy. 
What? What do you mean? I mean, what are they gonna do? Go buy food? They don't have that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I make a convincing argument the more you think about it. Yes, you do, yeah. Okay, um, whatever yours is. <laughs> <laughs> I use the euro. Uh, well, there you go. <laughs> the euro is not a useless currency. Monopoly money. Okay. Yeah. Um. Markers. <laughs> like, if you come up to me and you try to make a transaction in Sharpies, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> well, I think most logical people would, uh, unless you're an artist, maybe, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's. There's a market for everything. Okay, I, I, I'm not sure I would call Sharpies a, a, a currency to begin with. It's bartering. Yeah, but we're, we're talking about currencies here. Well, bartering was the first monies. Okay, do you own any foreign currency? Uh, I got like a couple that I picked up traveling, but nothing to substance. Maybe if I exchanged all of it, maybe like 50 bucks. What, what countries do you have currency from? Uh, mostly Europe. We, When I was still on mommy and daddy's time as a kid, I went over there mm -hmm. uh, a couple of times. So Euros and cowardly Swede cash or whatever the fuck that is. You know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, do you have any Iraqi dinars? Not today. Not today. Are you planning to go out and buy some? Mm, not today. <laughs> Maybe you should reconsider that. Oh, really? Are yes. Fun? I have a deal for you, Biscuit. Okay. Yes. See, the Iraqi dinar is uh, currently uh, very cheap. You can get quite a few for your American dollars. So what I want to do is I want to sell you some Iraqi dinars, and I want you to hang on to them because Donald Trump is eventually going to step in and force the Iraqi government to revalue their currency, and you'll be a millionaire. Yep, that's kind of how that works. You don't get, you don't get to be one of those guys without fucking people over, folks. <laughs> you gonna take me that's, up on the offer? Yeah, that's fun. Donald's a pretty like honest guy, so he won't flip if somebody gives him a better offer. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sounds great. It sounds great. So, how many dinars would you like to buy? Uh, how many do I get for ten bucks? Well, for ten dollars, let me look at the current exchange rate. You would get uh, one hundred nineteen, no, eleven thousand nine hundred and ten Iraqi dinars. Uh, so, so a couple more. Okay. <laughs> Far more yeah. than a couple. If people haven't figured out what it is I'm getting at here, we're going to be talking today about the great Iraqi dinar scam. Very great scam. The, it's appropriate that you do a Trump accent because uh, it, it seems like the, the large majority of people who are behind this scam, not behind the scam, but who are buying into the scam, uh, are Trump supporters. I can't believe it. And that fucker said he was going to drain the swamp. He fucking lied to me. But I don't mean Trump supporters in, like, the swamp in Washington. I mean Trump supporters like the average Trump supporter, like the ordinary person. Really? He usually fucks those over, like farmers. How's that going, guys? 
Well, uh, several of them might be frustrated uh, because, well, let me, let me break this down for you. The Iraqi dinar, okay, not a currency that most people would know about, but it's, it's essentially worthless. Well, not worthless, but its value is incredibly low compared to the American dollar. So like I said just now to Biscuit, you know, 11,009, almost 12,000 um, Iraqi dinars for 10 bucks, right? One buck will get you, you know, uh, just over just over 1,100 Iraqi dinars. So your, your American dollars have a great deal of buying power when it comes to exchanging to Iraqi dinars. Yeah, and you should exchange all your money over into these because as we've established, you get more of them, which means you have more money. <laughs> well, that is the thinking behind right? some people. It, it, that that is the thought process, right? So someone somewhere, like nobody really knows where this scam originated. Someone somewhere decided to, you know, convince uh, the the average American, uh, not not just America actually. This is you know happening in other countries too, but mostly in America, that the Iraqi dinar has a great potential for the future, and that uh, sometime in the future uh, it's going to go back to its original pre-Gulf War price and anyone who owns a considerable amount of Iraqi dinar is going to be rolling in the moolah. It's pretty messed up. I mean, there aren't like, there are few things you can invest your money into in this economy globally than somebody else's currency. Like, when you are doing that, you're looking around, you're like, oh, their life fucking sucks right now. I'm going to buy in there. And then you hope to profit off of them getting rebuilt and stabilizing again. So in order to make money out of this, you have to start with some area that their life currently sucks. You need bad things to happen to have that entry point. Yes. And of course, as we all know, like the Iraqi population has been having bad things happening to them since what? what when was the Iraqi evasion? Uh, 2003? No, mission accomplished, man. Don't you remember? He flew <laughs> the plane down and... Yeah, yeah. I saw those weapons of mass destruction on display. Uh, yeah. So everything's good there. Yeah, absolutely. If you, if you don't believe us, just ask us. <laughs> well, uh, apparently... Enough people are aware that situations in Iraq are bad enough that they have a very uh, inflated currency, I guess you could say. Uh, really? People figured it out that it was bad there? What gave it away? <laughs> was it their top box hits being cutting people's heads off? Mm. Okay, so maybe we'll lose that one. <laughs> That's that a depressing good. turn. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was fun. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so Biscuit, I don't think I need to tell you that there are several, several problems with this. That's a safe way of putting it, yep. Mm -hmm. uh, not one of which, like the fact that, you know, the Iraqi dinar hasn't been at uh, a valuable price level since Saddam Hussein was in power, and even then, that was before the first Gulf War, before his invasion of Kuwait, when it was about maybe just under $4 American. Yeah, and these poor guys, when we first came in, you know, the last time that we did, you know, some of them were probably like, yay, America's here, and then they're like, oh, 
shit and it simply has not gotten better and we got you've heard the cliche we got people over there in uniform that weren't alive when we started there so we're doing great things mhm mhm yeah pretty very much very proud yeah like we could we could do an entire episode about all the things that have gone wrong with the Iraq war but i mean We'd have to, well, we'd have to do yeah. several episodes. Not a lot of jokes in that one. Yeah, no, no. There's not a lot of room for funny. It's but... like, hey, remember the hundreds of thousands of people we murdered? <laughs> Whoa, what scoundrels we were. <laughs> okay, so moving on to the slightly funnier uh, topic of uh, Red Hats being scammed. Big bad nonsense. It's slightly funnier <laughs> than hundreds of thousands of people dying. Ah, oh, that should be our tagline. <laughs> yep. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> okay, anyway. So, a little bit of context here. So, maybe 10 years ago, uh, scammers started pitching the whole idea that, you know, you can buy Iraqi dinars. At some point, the Iraqi economy is going to push itself ahead again and then the Iraqi dinar you know you buy uh, you know uh, 1200 dinars for one dollar and you hang on to them they get better again they go back to their pre first Gulf War price of just under four dollars you've made considerable considerable profit yeah so uh, these guys profited off the Iraq war the same way our government did which is they went to people and they said it's going to be fine because democracy and the dumb people went, yeah, it makes sense. I'm in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, that scam is basic enough. But once Trump took the stage, that's where things really went uh, insane. A man that went bankrupt running a casino, which statistically is pretty much impossible to do. Well, it seems that more people were willing to put their faith in him and in Iraqi dinars on top of that, uh, and this has changed and morphed into a whole new movement. So basically what people believe now and what scammers are happy to let them believe or even push them to believe is that if you buy Iraqi dinars, it won't be long before Trump changes his policy or something in Iraq or forces the Iraqi government to revalue their currency, at which point anyone who's holding these essentially worthless notes is now going to have incredible, incredible wealth. And there are people who firmly believe that Trump is going to do this and hang on to his every word, looking for signs that he's preparing to do it. Yeah, um, so make dinars great again, right? Uh, Pretty much, right? Now... Well, I mean, this is classic, I mean... You think like a couple of assholes with a bunch of bitcoins, they can pull this pump and dump stuff. So you think a guy that's got the pull that Trump does can't do it? Yeah, I mean, this is classic stuff. Well, I would argue even that this is, is even dumber than like bit like Bitcoin. I can buy a pizza with Bitcoin in my town and I'm in Slovakia, right? I, Bitcoin is more useful than, than, a, than an Iraqi dinar. You could use, wow. You guys really got your technology priorities straight. Good job. <laughs> no, it's true. I can buy a pizza in my town with Bitcoin. I can, or the, the Slovak version of Amazon, 
uh, like you can pay for it uh, uh, with Bitcoin. Like you can use Bitcoin as a currency on it. You're not allowed to have Amazon there? Uh, Amazon just hasn't opened up a branch in Slovakia. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but I mean, it's fine. It's not like I can't order things on the internet. I mean, like uh, Jeff Bezos is kind of scary, so. Yeah, he's kind of, well, while I started saying that sentence, he just made $5 million. <laughs> he's got a lot of money. Yep. He could probably buy all of the Iraqi dinars. He's, Amazon's going to own a country within five years. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Yep. Okay, but this is not about Amazon. No, it is not. No. This is about the very worthless currency of Iraqi dinars, which are arguably less useful than bitcoins. Yeah, fuck them. Yes, there we go. So, now, this has turned into a very, very strange place. I, I, I'd just like to read you some tweets here about uh, the Iraqi dinar. Uh, this one is from uh, November 6, 2019. So, Listen to this, okay. Uh, at real Donald Trump. So he's tweeting Donald Trump directly. Mm. Please help get the Iraq dinar RV. Subtle. Yeah, uh, so obviously RV is for revalue. So Revalue, yeah. Yes, okay. Thank you again for bringing back hashtag gold backstandard. Okay, so it's good that Ron Paul's still tweeting. <laughs> Thanks for hashtag and the Fed. Hashtag WWG1WGA, ready for the reset. Okay, so this is doing big with, like, the libertarian crowd. I, I don't know if it's libertarian or, like, the whole mix of strange right-wing, part libertarian, don't trust the Federal Reserve. Like, who can say now anymore? All of this is so fluid, and it just flows into each other. Yeah. In this tweet. So this guy is tweeting the president, <laughs> telling him to revalue the currency of another nation. Talking about the gold standard, bringing back the gold standard, which Donald Trump hasn't done, by the way. Talking about ending the Federal Reserve, which Donald Trump also hasn't done. And he's also got a QAnon hashtag in here. I'm assuming that's what that oh, WWG yeah. thing is. Well, there it is. That's... Uh, we should do an episode on them sometime. Because... On QAnon? I have it in plan. Like, I'm yeah. doing research on QAnon. Listeners, if you really want to find out about the QAnon, it's coming. Like, it really is coming. Yeah. Like, I'll just say, because I keep sidetracking this here, so I'll just say one line on them here. Like, imagine something that makes Pizzagate look smart, and that's pretty much your starting point. <laughs> That is a good description. If people don't know what we're talking about, QAnon is just a vast conspiracy theory. The the hashtag WWG1WGA that I quoted just now, that's where we go one, we go all, which is some rallying cry for this, this conspiracy theory group of people. Yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. So it's, it's the perfect mix of weird things. A guy scammed into believing that the dinar is going to be revalued by a president, talking about gold standard and uh, a conspiracy theory all wrapped into one. You, you really can't get a weirder tweet than this. Yeah, these are the fun ones on Twitter. Well, they're the ones that start fun, but like you don't want them to actually reply to you because mm -hmm. um, they're really fucking creepy. But yeah, yeah. it's... This is social media. This is what we got now. Yeah. Here's another example. At real Donald Trump. Mr. President, I know you're a businessman above all else. 
you can balance the American budget and save an American generation if you will only stabilize the Iraqi dinar. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Mr. Trump, I really admire you. You have done a positive political impact on the American people in such a short time. Please help us That's with true. this RV. Yes, very G good RV. Get the tr credit you deserve. The people will know you helped us today. I do deserve more credit. You're right. <laughs> so this is the atmosphere. Now, listeners, I encourage you to go on Twitter. Just search for Dinar. Like, that's all you need to search for. Just search for Dinar. Y you will find so many weird... Like, there are whole movements. There is, There are Twitter accounts who do nothing but hang on the every word of uh, reports about what's happening in the Iraqi government and things that Trump is saying. Yeah, and it, it looks like to go follow this yourself, there's not like any coded language you have to learn, really. They're being pretty out in the open, like, yo, let's pump this. Yeah, they are. They really are. That's a fun, not much of a learning curve. No. Now, Biscuit, of course, there's one giant major problem with this, and I think you can tell us what it is. You expect Donald Trump to A, keep his word, and B, not be a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, he's never promised this. Oh. So there's no well, keeping word about anything here. He, he's never even mentioned revaluing the Iraqi dinar, at least publicly, to anyone. There's been rumors that he owns some, but of course, this is probably just rumors made up by the scammers to sell more. Yeah, so... Okay, so it's not Trump. Um, I'm going to say that there might be some ulterior motives to... Um, what these people are doing when they're like, hey, uh, you should invest in this. I just want to help you out. You know, we've gone over these kind of scams before. Mm -hmm. But, of course, the major problem with all of this is is that that's not how currency works. Like, a world leader just can't tell another country to change the value of their currency. There is that. Um and you remember back the recession, like, seeing pictures of people, like, the wheelbarrows full of money and stuff. You can't just blatantly devalue or revalue a currency without it fucking the entire economy up. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And there, there's the whole, as you allude to, you can't be like, yeah, we're making it worth more now because those guys over there told us to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> People aren't going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, the, the, if Trump could do that, he could just go to another country and be like, yo, your currency's weaker now. We can export more stuff from you. Like, no, it doesn't work that way. You, you can't just dictate that to a country. It doesn't work that way. And if you that's could, not, like a bunch of other countries would be like, uh, sorry, no. Yeah, that's not how the idea of an economy works. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Just, just in general. Mm -hmm. It just don't happen. <laughs> so, sorry, if any denarians are listening, because that's what they call themselves. They call themselves denarians. If any of you are listening... Trump's not going to do this. He's not going to revalue the the Iraqi dinar. He has no ability to revalue the Iraqi dinar. Do they call themselves dinarians? They or do. Is that like, they do. This is the name they give themselves. That is like your identity being a foreign currency. That's like sadder than calling yourself a gamer. Mm -hmm. Good job, guys. <laughs> That's a good. That's a good statement. I I should get that on a T-shirt, right? Sadder than calling yourself a gamer, Dinarian. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
Like, if your identity is sadder than I play video games, you fucked up. I, I think it's also a very bizarre sort of situation that Red Hats, like the, you know, the, the MAGA chanting people are now, who have been caught up in this, are now sitting there and following international politics with great scrutiny, just looking for things to happen. I, that, that's, that's, that's weird in a way. The, the, you know, smoke and mirrors that he has put up, um, like his entire thing is just causing chaos around him so that nobody notices that he isn't following through and nothing he's saying makes any fucking sense. So yeah, he's got these people that have no idea what the hell is going on in their country, but they know when some rich guy in Iraq farts and it does make a very interesting dynamic. Yeah. Like I'm willing to bet, like if it weren't for this, they probably couldn't find Iraq on a map. Oh, absolutely not. It's pretty funny. Like just as like a side note, I was looking at uh, like not long after Donald Trump ordered the, uh, the, the assassination of, Oh, what's his name? The the Iraqi. Yes. Suleimani. Wait, was it Suleimani? Yes, okay. Yes, Qasem Soleimani, you're right. Uh, I knew something. Yeah, there we go. Biscuit Biscuit schooled me. Okay, so uh, not long after that, like, they did a survey where they asked people, you know, show us where Iran and Iraq are on a map. And, like, it, it, it was abysmal. Like, something like only 30% of the people were able to do it. That's probably a little better than I would have thought. So. Well, here's the funny thing, though, because then you've got, like, they showed them a world map. And they said, you know, tell us where it is. Like, some of them were in the general area of the Middle East. 30% of them actually nailed it. And then you have some where they put dots, like, in the United States, like, or in Canada. Like, they've said that, like, you know, Atlanta, Georgia is Iraq. See, the ones putting it within our borders, like, they got to just fucking around. I, I know... We got some dumb people out there. I mean, look at our fucking president. But no way. Okay. Like, maybe that I could understand. Someone's like, ha ha, I'll put it over here in Canada. Uh, but, you know, some of them, like, put the dot on France or something like that. Yeah, that's probably a sincere effort. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, anyway, all of that aside. So this is the major problem with it. Uh, and, I mean, on top of that, since we just mentioned Soleimani, I mean, the Iraqi government doesn't even want America in Iraq anymore. They've asked their soldiers to leave. We were kind of skeptical about you in the first place, and that was like two decades ago. (laughs) And now they just don't want them there. So any notion that Donald Trump still has influence or can still maintain influence there is, is kind of going out the window. Yeah, and like we fucked over some of our last allies in that region of the world. Like That's not a place that People hear Donald Trump and they're like, oh, yeah, I love that guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. I, I remember when my seven-year-old daughter got crushed to death making dress-up jackets for his company. Yeah, so it's, it's a fun little image for you guys. <laughs> yeah, take, taking it to a real low note here, Biscuit. <laughs> yeah, that's how I do. The funniest thing I think about all of this is that uh, Iraqi dinars do not trade on forex markets. That could make things really complicated. Exactly. So if this magical revaluation does come, what are you going to do? You can't, you can't, like, 
here I can, you know, in Slovakia, I can walk into a bank and I can take my euros and I can say, give me some American dollars, right? And they'll do that, right? Or I can say, give me some Swedish, whatever the hell it is they have, Borks, right? So I can do that. They're all, they're all traded like globally, but I can't. I don't know. Actually, it's probably called like uh, uh, like the Swedish chef. <laughs> that's that's why I use that. I think I think it's called like kroners or something like that. No, I'm going with borks. Okay, Swedish borks. Anyway, so I can do that, but I can't walk into my bank here. God damn, I'm dumb. I thought you were serious for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> Uh, I'm really fried. <laughs> I was like, whoa, really? <laughs> no, no, Swedish money is not called Borks. <laughs> well, I learned something today. <laughs> I think I think it's called Kroners, Crowns, it's, it's Swedish Crowns, if you translate it in right. English. All right, neat. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, but I can't walk into a bank and buy Iraqi dinars. Like, you can't do it. It's not a globally traded currency. So anyone who becomes a millionaire based off of this, you're going to have to haul your millions of dollars into Iraq to exchange it. Yeah, you just got some fat 30-year-old white guy in like a Zelda t-shirt that's just flying back and forth from Iraq to America. It's exactly. It's going to pay off. It's going to pay off soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, there are brokers. Like, the, the people who are selling these things, the scammers, like, they've, you know, arranged it. They've got brokers and things to do this because, of course, they're taking a massive cut from any dinars that they sell you. So that's how this is happening in the first place. But, uh, you know if you have to reconvert them back to American dollars at a high value, are you really going to trust them to do that? Moreover, are you going to load up, you know, your suitcase full of what could be, I guess, millions of dollars at this point and fly to Iraq? I don't even think most countries let you take that much money over the border. No, they usually get a little curious. Like, so what you doing with that? So there are many, many flaws with this plan. Yeah, I mean, I got yelled at in Costa Rica because I tried to take some fruit back. They're not going to let you put like $100 million in that thing. (laughs) Pretty much, right? Pretty much. And if the Iraqi dinar ever did become that valuable again, and you were like a bunch of Americans start flying into the country, that would be the perfect opportunity for whatever's left of ISIS to say, hey. They'd be like, well, well, well. (laughs) If it isn't the infidels. (laughs) How are you today? (laughs) I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Make great movie. People laugh. Uh, it, it, he was a very friendly, friendly ISIS member up until that point. Yeah, yeah, he was the face of the organization with um, Al, what's his face, getting blown up. Al Baghdadi. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay. Rest in shit, brother. All I can say is, listeners, if anyone has ever even struck a chord with you thinking that, you know, this might be a good investment. I kind of like friendly ISIS guy. I think I'm going to keep him around too. (laughs) He can hang out with Juice Bro. Yeah. (laughs) How are you, sir? What's up, fucker? (laughs) 
This okay. shit's gonna be- take about three hours at the rate I'm interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if for any reason you are thinking that this might be a good idea, please put it out of your mind. I hope you're smarter than that. Like, currencies are very seldom ever revalued. It happens very rarely. Usually what happens is they are just exchanged for a new form of the currency. They take a few zeros off and you exchange your old notes for the new ones. It doesn't automatically become a higher value. And if that happens, you're going to be stuck with what is essentially toilet paper. Yeah, guys. I mean, don't do this. Don't go on there and use one of those exchanges. Those are dangerous. Give me your money. I will do it for you. (laughs) If you really want to do give your money to Big Bad Nonsense, bigbadnonsense at gmail.com, at bigbadnonsense on Twitter, you should send us an email or you should tweet us I haven't mentioned that this episode yet. Yeah, so like, give me your money. I'll bring you back your dinars or whatever they were. Uh, I'll even bring you back a fucking emu, too. Like, I am the hookup. <laughs> Actually, you could probably you could probably get more value out of your dinars by just giving them to Biscuit and telling him to do crazy shit with it than you could, like, ever holding on to it. Yeah, I mean, you at least get a little bit of entertainment value out of it while I, you know, slowly ruin your life. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll be like, yeah, you're financially crippled, but look at this funny hat. There there are people who have spent, you know, uh, several thousand dollars of their money, like 10000 20000 30000 buying these dinars convinced that this is going to happen. I can't find any evidence that it goes into the millions, but I mean, I, I even found an unboxing video on YouTube, a guy unboxing Iraqi dinars. Hey guys, here's a video of me opening up a box of I'm a dumbass. <laughs> As if unboxing videos weren't bad enough. Like a... Yeah, it's like, oh, does it have exactly what it says it would have in it? That's weird. <laughs> Biscuit, what have we learned from this? That we haven't found the dumbest scam yet. Mm-hmm. Like, like there is... N- this is one of the ones that I'm going to say literally less than 60 se- seconds of research, and you would be able to conclusively be like, I can't do this. Uh, the Securities Exchange Commission, like the United States Authority on this, is warning people about it saying it's a scam, saying these people are making promises that just aren't going to deliver. But there are still whole communities like Discord chats, uh, Twitter threads, uh, Twitter communities that fully believe in this. Uh, My question is, should we feel sorry for these people? Uh, Absolutely not. You know, there's a small group of people on the internet that are still really into ChexQuest 2. And, you know, just because... You can find other people that think that's cool doesn't mean they're correct. Don't go there. If it sounds fucking weird, probably is. Well, that's the that's the tragic thing about it, is right? Is that someone seizes on this and then they get into this community with other people and then then, then it's just a positive feedback loop and then suddenly you've got a bunch of people t- retweeting RV at the president. Checks Quest 2 is probably a better idea. In fact, what like is if you're that? Gonna, it like a bunch of years ago, you know, the serial checks, right? Yeah. So they were like, 
and you know everybody like we all love the little shitty toys that came in the boxes and like broke as soon as you open them and so they were like you know what we're gonna put in here we're gonna put in a fucking video game and they made like a reskin of doom but you were checks man and they ended up making three of them. And there are people to this day online that are still into it and, like, doing mods for Checks Quest. That sounds like a better use of your... Yeah, that definitely yeah. sounds like a better use of your time than buying dinars. Yeah. yeah, you get to, like, you get to play a game. You're not losing your life savings. So, it's, um, I'm here to help. Okay. As always, listeners... In the show notes, you can look at all the articles I found about uh, Iraqi dinars and the dinarians, uh, talking to a few people who have invested in it, a few scammers who have been arrested for it, and I've even got a... Question. What's that? Question. 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 Yeah. I know it's immoral and shitty and dumb, but what about it is illegal that they get arrested? Making promises of returns. So if I guarantee you a return and just fuck you over... That's illegal. If you inflate the idea of the return, right? I, actually, it, it's, it's a good thing that you asked that because basically there's nothing strictly illegal about being a broker who sells dinars to people in the United States. Where the illegal part comes in is when you imply or make heavy implications or a hard sell saying that this is a very likely good investment. Okay. So if I do this and I'm just like, you're dumb for doing this. Give me your money, stupid, and you do it. Like, I'm good. Yeah, you are. If you went and bought a bunch of dinars and you just walked up to someone and said, hey, these are valueless. Buy them from me. And they still bought them. Who cares? Okay. Well, I think I could get a couple of our listeners to bite on that. <laughs> Like the, the the very funny part about all of this is is that like I looked up the historical value of the Iraqi dinar because I was curious, right? Like I mentioned back in 1990 whatever when the first Iraq war happened, it was valued at like just under four dollars, and even that was pretty sketchy, right? Because I mean Saddam was a dictator; he could say he could set the exchange rate uh, U.S. dollars to dinars, whatever he wanted to. So if that's an accurate reflection, probably not. But I can... No, Saddam was fucking scary. <laughs> you ever see that video of when he was like first taking over and he had like the whole government in front of him? Oh, and, and he he's... was just like reading off names and they were like bringing them out back and then like you heard gunshots. Oh yeah, where he had all like the government ministers there and he was just like, yeah. okay, that guy is going to die now and that guy is going to die. And they just essentially took them out back and shot them. Yeah, like within earshot of everybody, and you could see people in the audience are like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, <laughs> this guy. Oh, I've seen this that video. Is fucked up. Yeah, yeah, it's intense. People should check that. I mean, it's kind of long, but it's it's as gripping as any movie you're gonna watch in the near future. Yeah, it's. It, I, I'm sure you could find it on YouTube. I'm not gonna put that one in the show notes. You can find it on YouTube. Yeah, I know yeah. this. <laughs> Well, you're gonna have to Google that yourself. Yes, but anyway, the the point being that you know, as a dictator, you know, he had absolute power. So he, if he said, if uh, you know, three three U.S. dollars for a dinar is what you pay, that's what you paid, right? You had no choice. He had absolute control over the currency. But the the only recent figures I could find, and I tried to go back as far as I could, but I could only go back ten years. 
but the Iraqi dinar has been, you know, one American dollar to a thousand Iraqi dinar for the last 10 years. It's been somewhere between a thousand and one thousand two hundred for the last 10 years. It hasn't changed. So there is no trend that these flim flam guys can point to that actually supports their claim exactly right like if i told you hey buy these mortgage securities they've increased you know five percent in the last uh, six years that would be valid right or something like i'm not lying about it but if i go to you and like i say oh yeah the trend might continue but these guys they're like yeah it's going to go up to you know four dollars per dinar you know, as soon as Trump revalues it, like that's where the illegal part is. Yeah. So the takeaway for you guys from this story is if you could do this, it would be a bad idea. Also, you kind of can't. <laughs> it all depends on how well you cover your butt. Yeah, but don't. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. There's, there's other people who are happy to scam red hats. Yeah, and I mean... If it's them, then I'm fine with it because, you know, I I look around and and that's fine. You want to scam MAGA people, go for it. I mean, like I alluded to earlier, we are going to get into QAnon at some point, but it's the same sort of thing. Like all these people who follow QAnon are like, when is it coming? When is it coming? When is he going to arrest all these people and like, you know, take over the United States and declare himself king or whatever? You know, it's it's the same thing with these denarians. It's like they just keep following. When is he going to revalue it? When is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? And they just keep getting more and more frustrated. Yep. Both things are equally likely to happen. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, Biscuit, I have nothing more to say about that. Well, I guess then we are shit out of luck. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to add? Um, can I do serious, Biscuit? Yeah, go for it. Okay, this is something I was thinking about the other day. Uh, have you heard of homeless people? Yes. Yeah. Um, I was kind of <laughs> thinking the other day, like, you know, the stigma is like, oh, they're all thrown out there because they're all crazy and their family doesn't want to take care of them but they can't i was thinking the other day like how much it must fuck you up to like go through life for years that like everybody pretends you don't exist so probably some of them weren't crazy when they started and they're fucked up now from that Mm -hmm. so you don't gotta give them money but like make eye contact like sorry i don't have any change or something like that like don't just be like that thing's not there so if you could all start doing that, I think we'd make a better world. I agree with you, like completely. Like if all you have to offer them is your smile, give them that. Yeah, just acknowledge they exist. You don't got to give them money. You don't want and to, a kind but... word, right? Like these yeah, people uh, are hard on their luck. They are mistreated by society. Like that was the premise of a fucking Black Mirror episode. The dude got like blocked in real life so like nobody could see him. And it was like like the worst punishment in that world that there was. Like, that shit will fuck you up. So there is the beginning and end of me being serious. Uh, and but, if you can give a homeless guy a few bucks, just do it. Yeah, yeah, it won't change your day, it'll change his. There we go. I'm fine with it. Good on you, Biscuit. Yeah, pretty great. Okay, that's all I got. All right, so i just like to remind everyone, bigbadnonsense at gmail.com if you want to yell at us. Yeah, please do. I'll especially, fucking take you on. Yeah, especially if you want to yell at us for, uh, you know, knocking the dinar. Yeah, I want, I want like a DNR enthusiast to get at. Hey, okay, if yep. we have a DNR enthusiast out there that's like pissed us off, or if we pissed you off rather, I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like, email us and let's have you on as a guest. 
we should just take our Twitter account and just start, you know, involving ourselves in those Twitter threads of with about dinars. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> All right, bigbadnonsense at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter at bigbadnonsense. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, and uh, something yeah. else. Damn it! <laughs> I remembered Spotify this time, but I didn't. F- what, what am I tune forgetting? In. What? Tune I said in. tune in. What am I forgetting? Spotify. What's what's the other big uh, podcast thing? Stitcher. That's it, Stitcher. Hey, we did it, America. <laughs> I really need to like put a post-it note somewhere in front of me, like for when I'm doing this. I'm like, oh yeah, that one, that one, that one. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, so as always, it's great to know that you have been listening, and that this is Biscuit and Sock saying goodbye to you. Have a great day. Death to America.